0: Israel uh, serves as in the Spanish ministry uh, with Pastor Angel. He's Pastor Angel's assistant. And uh, I always, I get the, we record all of the messages on digital files in MP3 format. And so for years, I process these files every couple of weeks. I'll go up there and I bring all the, I, I have to listen to each one because I have to know if it's Pastor Gary's teaching or if it's Pastor Angel's teaching. So I have to separate them. And uh, so, all of a sudden, I'll p- click on one, and I mean, it's always good to hear Pastor Angel. I don't know what he's saying, but, uh, but we may not speak uh, the same earthly language. I don't speak Spanish, but you know what? We speak the same language of the Spirit, Amen. Amen. and so I can listen to that, and I'm like, Whoo, he's, he's bringing fire right there, and that's good stuff, you know? And then all of a sudden, once I'll click on one, and it'll be Brother Israel speaking. I'm like, whoa, he brings fire too, you know? <laughs> and so, man, they've they got the spirit moving there. And so, and also, Israel serves as one of our shepherd elders to Pastor Gary and kind of uh, as a per support and, uh, and a, in, in kind of an advisory capability at times. And so, but he's here every morning early, meeting with Pastor Gary on Sunday mornings. And just a dear brother. Ever since I've met Israel, uh, again, I don't speak Spanish, brother, <laughs> but there is such a, such a tender spirit uh, in this man and, and open to the things of God. We've had some deep conversations uh, regarding the Word of God, and I want you to know that this man is continually praying. He's a praying man. He's serious about the things of God. He's in the Word studying all of the time, and so you, I'm confident that you are going to be blessed today by what you hear. Will you please welcome Israel Olasio.
1: Thank you, Pastor Daniel. It is an honor to be here today. Thank you, all of you. And I want to thank the pastoral staff, first of all, for allowing me to be in front of all of you, which is amazing. I can see everybody's eyes. And it's intimidating, right? Let me tell you, it's intimidating. But praise the Lord for everything that he does in our lives. And um, one of the, uh, I actually, I want to acknowledge uh, Jack Taylor. Are you here? There we go. I want to thank him. But, uh, on the day of the, uh, when we were having the marriage conference, he approached me. He's, he goes, Israel, I know that you're going to be teaching. Uh, what, is it, what is it that you're going to talk about? So I started expressing what, is the, what the Lord was speaking already in my life. And uh, so we have a little child conversation, and the words that he planted on my heart on that day stick with me during the whole time until now. So I've, I'm able to feel free from what he brought to my life. So, and I, brother, thank you very much because we know and we understand when the word of God is coming through your life and you accept it and you put it deep in your heart, it starts growing. And it's beautiful, and it's amazing when you, st- you, st- you are seeing the changes that it does in your life. So, as I was reading the Word of God and when Pastor Gary told me, Israel, he invited me to teach today. I start, uh, I start seeking the Lord. I, mean, I always seek the Lord. Don't take me wrong, right? But there's, a, there's always the special, the special uh, push forward to try to see now what is it that you people need. Because it's not about me, all right? It's about what? God has for you. It's something very important, right? And I promise, I promise to you that I will finish before Spanish servers starts. <laughs> All right? Okay, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. if, it, if it was for me, okay, I will do that, but I don't. Okay. Pastor Angel knows me, right? We always like to just play around, but a lot of the times, and we were actually, uh, Pastor uh, That Dan, we were talking about sometimes the anointing of the Lord is so strong in this place that you just want to keep going because there's such a revelation of the Word of God that God wants to instill in your heart, put in your heart, in your mind, that He wants you to get filled with the Spirit more and more of the Word so you'll be able to expand and grow in life, especially around this time. So you think about it, everywhere that you turn, there's evil. And we need people like you, filled with the Holy Spirit, to be able to break down everything around there, to bring the Word of God to all those people that they needed in this moment. So, as I was reading and I was uh, praying to the Lord, the Lord brought me, the Lord took me to First King 9.19. And, and actually, the, the name of this, uh, of this teaching will be, Accepting the Call. I'm going to be, I'm going to try to go back and forth, and I'm, it's not that I want to talk about myself, but I'm, I'm going to put myself as an example as I was growing up in the Word of God, as growing up on, on uh, in being, lear, learning in church and growing in church, all right? So, uh, accepting the call. So, First King 9, 19, 9, 19, 21, and we are reading the New Living Translation. You can follow me, I think, if it is there, or you can follow me, yeah. Uh, on your Bibles, you can open your Bibles. Uh, the, the 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 word says so. Elijah went and found Elisha, son of, S- uh, Saphat, plowing on the field. There were twelve teams of oxen in the field, and Elisha was plowing with the twelve team. Elijah went over to him and threw his club across him, across his shoulder, and then walked away. Elisha left the oxen standing there ran after Elijah and said to him, first let me go and kiss my father and my, and my mother goodbye and then I will go with you. Elijah replies, go back but think about what I have done to you. So Elijah returned to the, his oxen and slaughtered them. He used the wood from the plow to build a fire to roast, to roast their flesh. He passed around the meat to the town people and they all ate then he went with Elijah as his assistant heavenly father we thank you today for this word that you're going to speak to us let your spirit flow through my mouth so we'll be able to enjoy and be able to be filled with the holy spirit and talk to us regarding the, the what you want to talk to in our lives I praise you and I worship you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So as, we, as, we, as I was reading this word, the Lord actually brought me to, in my mind, that the, the and that's one of the first, my first topic that I'm, I, w- I was going to call, is the call, the call. Something very important that it happened during this time is uh, the Lord called Elijah, Elijah, and now, and, now, and My wife told me, so you don't don't confuse yourself between Elijah and Elisha. You just tell them, hey, Elijah Elijah is Elias, Elisha is Eliseo. And then let him figure out. But I'm not going to do that, okay? I'm not going to, I promise. I'm going to try my best. So so God has spoke to Elijah that Elisha, he was going to be the next who's going to take over the prophecy on Israel. So he went and threw the mantle upon him. And that reminds me something a long time ago. When I was a child, well, not really a child, probably I was about 10, 11, 10 years old. I went to my, I went to my dad's drawer, and I got one of his souls and I put it in, and I put it on. When I put it on, I felt something different. I was like, wow, what is it to feel to be a dad? Ooh, you know, I felt like power. So just yes, think about it. When Elijah he was throwing the mantle upon him, just think about it, what he felt. He felt something, he must have felt something, because right away he said, Hey, hey, don't go. Let me go with you. I'm gonna follow you. And wherever you go, I will go. Right? So he felt something. So he accepted the call at that moment when he when when he felt the anointing. Upon his life. And now. Bring this into our times. Uh, Let me ask you. What did you feel. When you were called. To be a child of God. When somebody came to you. And they said. Hey. I have something for you. That is going to change your life. What did you feel? Different? Right? We feel different. We feel something that. Probably it was right away changing our minds, changing our thoughts, changing our process, because we found hope in Christ. So he found that thing when he was called to help, to serve. He felt the anointing. I felt the anointing when I was called. But anointing to do what? That was the main thing that I, I, I started finding out Finding out through time. So he, f- he says, okay, Elijah went and received the call at that moment when the mantle was thrown upon him. And he received, he accepted, which is something very important. He accepted the call upon his life. And all of you that you hear, as I see you, I believe that you have accepted that call upon your life. is simply because you are here today. And because all of you that you are listening or seeing right now, you have accepted the call because you are actually in your house or in different countries listening to today's preaching. Because you have been called to do something in the kingdom of God. So as we as we start, as we receive the call, right? I, I, I told to myself many years ago when I started going to church, then what? Now what is gonna happen? What is it that I need to do? Because a lot of a lot of times, okay, a lot of times, and I'm speaking about myself, when I started going to church, I thought church it was yes, go to church, raise my hands, worship, pay my tithes, pay my offerings, goodbye, done. I'm done with church. And as a matter of fact, we were talking last night with my with my sister. Sometimes it feels that we clacking in. We come into church, we clack in. And then we finish church, we clack out, I'm done. <laughs> Sometimes, why? Because a lot of times we have not been able to accept and to understand the call that we have upon our lives, which is, goes beyond that, beyond clacking in and out, beyond just stepping into church, raising our hands, and then leave, that's it. It's beyond that. So I start, you know, I start just yes, thinking, I start listening, and I start opening my heart to the Lord. says, teach us what, what is it about the call. Teach me what is it about this call. So the Lord starts reminding me when I start going to church. Uh, Twenty-eight 20 years ago, the Lord took me to a Spanish church here in uh, Garvey Avenue. So when I, when I, when I joined the church and when I started going back to church, uh, right away, three months later, the pastor approached me, and he says, "Hey, I see something different in you. You're gonna be, you're gonna help us with the youth." I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought, "Yes, church was coming, yes, to come in, do this, and go out, and that's it." But because there's a call in all of us, people sometimes recognize what is in your life that you have Do you be able to contribute, not to church but to the kingdom of God. Amen. Which is the more important thing that God always is thinking of, of us. Not what we contribute to the church, not what we contribute to the people, but what can we contribute to the kingdom of God? Because it's very important that, that put in our minds, that everything that you're doing in church, everything that we do in church, of course, you know, we're here to honor each other as pastors always teach us. We honor each other. But everything that we do is to serve the king of kings and the lord of lords. Which is something very important that we always have to have in our minds. Now, why is it that we have to have that in our minds very important? Because as a man, or as, as a humans, we make a lot of mistakes, aren't we? And sometimes those mistakes can cause people to just walk away. Instead of praying, instead of seeking more the lord, instead of pressing more for the lord... And be able to help to build the church every day. Are you all with me? Amen? All right. Hopefully I don't lose you. And then if you need a translator from me, my wife is here. <laughs> she speaks Israel. <laughs> so, And I'm going to tell you the story about that. Because at the place that I work, You know, and it's going to be part of that. Later on, part of my teaching. I teach doctors and nurses how to uh, work with the EMR. Now, sometimes a lot of us know that teaching a doctor and a nurse, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult. (laughs) Just a little bit difficult. And I I love the doctors around here. I honor you. (laughs) Okay. But sometimes, because there's so many EMRs, so many computer systems around the United States that sometimes they have to learn so many, and sometimes they have to do it so fast, so for me to be able to to teach them, so I have an educator with me that he always says, if you don't understand Israel, let me know. I speak Israel. That's why I say, (laughs) if you don't understand, (laughs) but God is good, amen? God is good. And... uh, so let's let's continue. Let's don't get sidetracked, because it's very important that we, all of us, all of us, understand that we, all of us, have a call upon our lives. Very important. Now, a lot of you might say, "Well, but I don't preach. I don't. I don't. Uh, um, I don't teach." You know. The, the kingdom of God is so big that there's so many things to do within the church, if it is outside the church, that there's a lot of things to do. A lot of people say, oh, but I'm introvert, I'm an extrovert. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. God is God. He's the same. The Bible says, look what the Bible says. And Matthew, I don't have that. I'm sorry. This one just came out. Matthew 24:35. heavens and earth will pass away by my world, we never, ever pass away. Because the Word of God is always the same. From the beginning has been the same. Through generations, has been the same. even now that we have so many. Uh, The the advances have been so much, and it's going to keep going so much forward. Now we're starting with nanotechnology. We start talking about different things. But let me tell you, the word of God will remain the same. It will not change. The effects of the word of God, it will keep going. It will be powerful upon your life, regardless how far technology will advance. The word of God will be the same. You are baby boomer, Gen Z, Gen Y, or Gen Mega. The word of God is the same. (laughs) A lot of the time, that's our excuse. Oh, no, no, no. The word of God remains the same. Powerful. For those who want to accept it. It's simple as that. Because, you know, let let me think about it. As I was thinking about it, Elijah... Elisha, he could just, yes. if I do the same if I took my code and I throw it to, uh, uh, to Brother uh, Richard, I'm sorry, sometimes I forget. My wife knows that sometimes I forget. If I throw it to Brother Richard, speaking Israel. Speak Israel, there we go. <laughs> if I throw it to Richard, he might say, oh, thank you very much, but I'm not call. <laughs> you, you, you get me? Elisha, he could have said, oh, thank you, but... I'm comfortable what I'm doing right now. I'm comfortable with number 12, just leading this into the path to be able to grow stuff. But he felt something different. He felt the anointing. Sometimes a lot of people feel the anointing. They want the anointing, but they don't want what comes with it. Yeah? That's why it's so important that we be able to grasp the word and be able to understand. And I'm going to go a little bit more uh, more deeper. Remember, I can actually take slow. I promise you that I will let you go before Spanish ever starts. All right? (laughs) But now, if you stay, you will hear me preach the same same message in Spanish with the translator. (laughs) Yeah. But very, very important. So let's keep going. he, he could have could said no to the call, but he did. He said, hey, you know what? Let me first of all go honor, honor my mom and honor the people that I, that I serve. Because the Bible said that he told Elijah, let me go kiss my mom and my dad. That's honoring. And then, he, then what he did, he actually killed, the, uh, the Bible says that he killed the ox and then he cooked them with the material that he was using. And as I was analyzing myself. I was, thinking, I was thinking to my wife. I was sharing this with my wife. I was like, God, that's something very powerful there. That if you think about it. If you analyze it a little bit deep. That's powerful. Why? Because Elisha. He was destroying those things. That he will make him go back. And be the same person. But he says, no, I will destroy these things because there's no way back. There's no failure in my life. There's not those things that's going to break me back. Even though if I'm going through this and I don't like it, I don't have nothing to come back to. But, but the only thing is to move forward serving the men of God. Amen. So he destroyed all these things. So I was like, now." Can you translate it in my time, God? Can you just give me a little hint what that means? Yes, basically, there's sometimes there's a lot of things in our lives, busyness of life, that we like to just get so busy, 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 that we forgot about the call, and we, we like to do more things and forgetting about what, ha- what God has called us to, be, to do. God has provided us our job. God gives our family God has given us all these things for us to enjoy. And I always listen to Pastor Gary. Let's enjoy But the call that we have upon our lives, we have to respect and do what we are told to do. And we're able to read through the Bible what it is required from us to do for the kingdom of God. So he destroyed those things. So I want to I wanna, I wanna bring you these three into your mind right now. What, is, what, is, what are all those things that right now they might distract you to, be, to perform or to do what God has called you to do? So those things, spiritually and mentally, we, start, we need to start to destroy them for us to be able to do what God called me to do. Those things that distract me from that call that, I, that I've, I've been called to do. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be here standing preaching or, or, or like Sister Mila prophesying or like Pastor Dan teaching the Word of God as, uh, as a teacher. It can be outside. It can be on the silence. It can be anything. God has people everywhere doing things. Even when people do not notice, God can keep you doing those things. You don't have to be A lot of the the times, people, they don't do things because they say, oh, I'm not a people person. But you don't have to be a people person to do a little things for the kingdom of God. Because God has something special. Because God knows your heart. God knows who you are. God knows our witnesses. So God knows where, where we need us and what we need to do. I always tell the Spanish people, say, hey, when you leave this place, always smile to somebody. Smile because the smiling that you do to somebody is going to change people's lives. Probably that's all you need to do, just smile. <laughs> yeah? That smile is coming down with the power of Christ because you will do something different. How many of you, okay, like, like I said, I, I'm talking about myself. A lot of the times when I, I work or, or, or any, any places, people have actually approached me and says, Hey, Israel, said, what is it that you have that smile that there's something different about you? I said, well, it's the Lord. Because if it was for me, I don't have nothing to, to give. But the Lord has a lot to give. So it's the Lord who does that. And then I take advantage to just present the kingdom of God to them. And then the call is upon them. They get to receive it or to just let it go. Right? But there's always something to do. So, the, um, okay, let's continue. So the second, the second topic, it was it was for 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 There was not turning back. Simple as that. He went. He honored their family. He honored their, their, their parents. He honored the people of his town by cooking for them. And then he says, "This is done. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna move forward, and I'm gonna go serve Elijah." Some some uh, some other translation says that he went and and help Elijah. Now, by doing that, okay, by doing that, now, this is when I start coming into my sense from, I went back so many years ago, and I started learning through the word of God that in the multiple places that I have been, a lot of the times, I did not serve. I was just yes, a clacking in and out a Christian, a lot of the places when I, was, uh, when, when I went to church, I did not submit myself to the pastor that I was serving. Because the Bible, the Bible says that he went and served him. The Bible says that he went and submitted to him to, 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 to get anointed. So this is the part that a lot of people sometimes we don't like, because we need to start submitting ourselves to the authority. We need to submit to those above us. And that's one of the things that I learned in this church. 14 years ago, when we arrived to this church, I started learning that that I needed to submit to the vision of the pastor for me to be able to grow and for me to be able to succeed and the things on my life for the kingdom of God. The submission is something very important. Not only here in church, but in the places that we work. We learn that submission is going to bring blessing upon our lives and our generation's people. So, and I, and I noticed that on the two other churches that, that I was serving before, I skipped apart. I did not submit to the authorities. I did not submit to, 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 to the pastors because I was not teaching. To do that. And that's something very important that Elijah, when we went to Elijah, he submitted himself to start learning how to take over the call. But he needed to learn. He needed to, to be submitted. He needed to learn to submit himself because he knew that if he was able to submit himself to, to Elijah, he was able to submit to God. So everything that God would tell him to do, he will just say it. And it's something very important. So I learned this part over here in church with Pastor Gary. And I love it every time when, when Sister Mila comes up to, to, to the Pope and he teaches. And how Pastor, pa, pa, Pastor Gary, he says, let's receive it. Basically, what he's saying, let's submit ourselves to the teaching that is coming to us and let's grab it and run away with it. Run away. Put it in the table in your heart and run away with it. Why? Because when we start submitting to the words that they are speaking from this platform, we are receiving the word of God. We are saying, I am in accordance to these words and I'm going to run it. Put it in my heart and run with it. Expand the kingdom of God that is much needed right now. It's much needed right now. With all this COVID stuff, all this Omicron stuff, there's a lot of fear in the people. There's a lot of doubt on people. A lot of people that are questioning where is God in all this? And even though we bring in the word of God, sometimes they don't want to listen. But we need you and me to perform, to bring these words. As always, Pastor had taught us that we are here, but all of us, we serve outside. We are in the marketplace. Sister Mila, she always taught us that marketplace. Why? Because there's a lot of people outside that need us, it needs our help. It needs you and me. It needs a smile. We need to submit ourselves here in church to go outside and perform for the Lord. So he submitted himself to Elijah. He learned. He surrounded all his will to him. And basically he was saying, teach me. Teach me how to do this. Teach me. Because I need it. I need it. So, he did those parts. And then he received, as we read in the Bible, he received a double anointed. But why did he receive the double anointing? Because he submitted himself to the authority. A lot of the times, and I was, as I was reading this and I was putting my notes, I actually wrote something that a lot of the times we don't get blessed in our, in our places of work because we are not submissive to the authorities. We don't get ahead in our places of work because we're not submitted to authorities. We always want to climb the ladders Speaking bad about everybody else. People do that a lot of times. But when you, get, when you submit yourself to the authority, God will honor that. Because he knows that if you are submitted to the authority, you are submitting to God. Why? Because that's what the Bible says. Do you know that the Bible says that? If you open, I know that I'm probably jumping around and the people upstairs are getting also confused. But if you look Romans 13 too, <laughs> Yeah. So Romans 13.2 says this. So the persons who resist such such authority resist the ordinance of God and those who resist will incur judgment. When me and you will resist, when you and me resist authority either inside the church and outside the church, it's going to have his consequence. He's going to have his consequence one way or another. Why? Because we are not doing things the right way. We always try to go to the left and to the right. And instead of being truthful, instead of being right, and instead of being walking according to the word of God, according to the laws of, of, of the land, if we want to go sideways, always something's going to happen. And then what happens? When something happens, what do we do first? God, why did you do this to me? How many have had that? Sometimes we have blamed God for our mistakes. The things that we actually occur in upon ourselves because we have not been obedient, because we have not submitted, because we have not followed the rules. And then when things happen, we always start blaming God. But God is always there. He's been there. He's always will be there with you. Because that's his promise. We forget sometimes the promise of God. We sometimes forget that he he told you and told me that he will be there with you until the end. But we need to learn how to submit ourselves to be able to perform, to be able to receive, or be able to move forward. Okay. And then the Bible says that that, uh, uh, the topic number three it says left with him to assist to assist left with him. He he just basically left everything, went submit himself. And he went and said, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for the call. Whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm ready for the call. So I can ask you today, and I see a lot of you already are performing what what God called you to do, but I can ask you today, are you ready today for the call what God has called you to do? Are you ready to receive the call and say, God, I'm ready, I'm here, use me the way that you want me to be used? It doesn't have to be probably in church. It can be anywhere. It can be anywhere. Anywhere. At work. I remember uh, Sister Mila, many years ago, we, we met. Um, I found out that uh, she was actually uh, bringing some classes to the hospital, teaching uh, some classes in the hospital that they needed to be teached. And we met here in church, and so we started talking. And, and she, I remember this word she says, Israel, God has something for you in that place, and you will not be able to go until God has completed his work in you there. And you know, I've been seeing the hand of God so beautifully in my job. And sometimes my wife, she, uh, she reminds me. And I can, I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to tell you this. I'm not, I don't have a title. I'm, I never, uh, here in the United States, I've never gone to school. I went to college just to, as a, to get that ESL as a second language, but I didn't finish there. But let me tell you, I sit with CEOs and CNOs in CFOs. I'm in meeting with them. See? When, when they have their, their meetings, they, 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 they always send me an email. Israel, we need you here. There is actually uh, something, that's gonna, uh, something in the city that's going to happen really soon, in southern Mali, and I get a phone call. He said, Israel, uh, the CEO wants you to take care of this. He's you're in charge of, the, of, these, of these things. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, Why? Because I have learned. I have learned, and I'm saying very humbly in my heart, I have learned to be able to submit myself. And I know there's a lot of I see a lot of you, that you have succeeded in your careers, that you have succeeded in every different area of your life because you have learned how to submit, have to learn, how to be able to move forward because when we submit submitting to the authorities into work, we are submitting to Christ. And I see a lot of you here that you are submitting yourself and that you're accepting the call. And that you actually submit yourself under the, under the umbrella of the pastors of this church. And Pastor Gary, that you are growing. I can see the growing upon you. I can see that, that you guys are blooming. Why? Because you have decided in your mind, there is a need for me in the kingdom of God. Because we have submitting ourselves to, to the Lord. So that's why. Apostle Paul, you know, one of the things that I, that I love about, about the Apostle Paul is that even though when he was growing up, he was well-learned and, and he was submitting himself to the point of killed Christians, <laughs> when he came to Christ... He was like, wait a minute, this submission is greater and more powerful. So he submitted to the disciples. He learned about the disciples. And then after that, he, yes, when and did what he did, what all of us know, all the books that he read, all the amazing words that the Lord gave him to put in, in, in this book. But he learned one thing. He understood this thing. He understood and he wrote it. He wrote it in the First 1 Corinthians 11.1. One. 1 Corinthians 11. One. Why, why he got it? Because he understood that when you submit yourself to an authority, you're submitting yourself to God. And, he, and he, he said this in Corinthians. You should imitate me, yes, as I imitate Christ. You should imitate me. Now, if we see the life of Christ when he was on earth, if you think about it, everywhere that he go Christ was saying Christ was saying he was saying Jesus was saying I'm not here to do my will I'm here to do the will of God in everywhere he was he was submitting himself to God he was submitting himself to the authority of the Father that's what everywhere that he go he was saying I'm not here to do my will it's just something that we all of us we need to start saying I'm not here to do my will I'm here to do the will of God but he says something, and he understood this. A lot of the times, there's people that because they don't see God, they need to see an example. And let me tell you something beautiful. What a great example that we all have on Pastor Gary, on Pastor Dan, Pastor Ryan, Sister Mila. What a great example that we have here in church to imitate them. Because they have brought the Word of God to us for us to be able to grow To submit ourselves to the teachings, to be able to grab it and to take it and run with it. That's what the the, the prophet said, right? Grab the word and run with it. Run with it. Start just spreading the word. Why? Because there's a lot of need. So that's very important. And you know what? Let me call it this way. There's consequence. There's consequence when we do this. There's consequence. There's always, I, I always teach my kids, always teach them this. Whatever you do now is going to have his consequence later. Yep. Yep. Regardless of what it is, even the positive or the negative. Regardless, it's the seed. The seed that you planted today is going to have his consequence later. Sometimes the seed that we planted, it grows fast and we get the consequence right away. But sometimes when the time comes, And then we ask ourselves, why? But the Holy Spirit takes you 20 years ago and he reminds you, you, remember that you did this? So now there's the consequence right here. But God is powerful to do, to change all these things. When we submit ourselves to him, and we say, Heavenly Father, my life is in your hands. But we go back to Apostle Paul. He got it. And he says, you know, Sometimes people need visual people to be able to copy themselves, to be able to mimic themselves. Sometimes you, they need people to be able to see them and understand what they're going through, so I'll be able to say, ah, there we go. Now I know the way. Now I know the pathway. Now I know what to do. So they grab the Word of God. They, they, they submit it themselves, and they'll be able to run with this. So the, pastor, the Apostle Paul said, hey, simple. Yes, do what I do, and you will be good. Do what I do, and you will be good. And let me tell you something, personally, in my life. Since I've been in this church, I've been seeing Pastor Gary, and I was like, I'm going to do what he does. I'm going to do what Pastor Dan does. One of the things that I grab from Pastor, for Pastor Dan is every time that I'm doing some teaching, uh, not preaching, but teaching, <laughs> I go and I start looking at the Greek. I start looking for different... Uh, different uh, uh, Bibles, translations. I go to the Greek, the meaning, and sometimes I just get so excited by myself. Sometimes I just start laughing because everything, the, the, the world opens when you start learning about the Greek and the words, the meaning, the sentence, sometimes it's totally different and you get more anointing, more powerful, more intellectual, more feel because you'll be able to grasp what the, the, the Bible is trying to tell you. And sometimes there's no time for us. And I believe if we put Pastor Dan in this pulpit for 12 hours to, to teach you, he has more, more than 12 hours to teach us. Why? Because for everything that he has, for everything that the Lord has given to be able to seek into the Word of God, different, different translations and different words. Why? Because he submitted himself to be able to learn. So, the blessing. So, once we, and I'm gonna go back. Once we submitted ourselves, there's a consequence. Elisha, The Bible says that when he was, when Elijah was about to take up, because remember, I know you all of you, all of you know the story, right? The Bible says that horses, fire came up and boom took him. Right? Pasadan? Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> And I have it there written, but it's a long verse, so I'm gonna. And my time is almost finished, so I wanna try to wrap it up soon. So the Bible says, and the Bible, and the Bible says that. Think about this, and I know that this. There's a lot of teachings over here. So, the Bible, the Bible says that Elijah told Elisha, "Hey, you gotta stay here, man. I'm gonna be taken up, so just stay in this town." And Elijah go, "Nah, uh you don't fool me. I'm gonna go with you." Why? Because I'm submitted to you. Wherever you go, I go. Then they went to the second town. And Elijah go, hey, you have to stay, man. Don't come with me. Don't follow me. Because the fire might kill you. And he goes, hey, I don't care if it kills me, but I need to be with you when that happens. And then they go to the third town. Three, three, anything? Okay, no. All right. (laughs) They go to the third town. Okay, you know, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know. Okay, so. They go to the third town. And the same thing happens. And he says, okay, all right, all right, all right. You're going to follow me. So what is it that you want? So the Lord is asking you, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? You want to follow me? You want to submit to authority? You're going to submit to authorities in church? Now, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? What is it that you want? What is it? What is it? So Elijah goes, hey, man, I got it. So when you, when you leave, I want double of the anointing. What you do? Double of the anointing. Oh, and let me tell you, that's not it. Woo. So Elijah goes, okay, man, cool, got it. So let me tell you, if you see me, you see me when I'm taking off, then let it be done as you say. So as I was reading, it's just something that struck me. You know, the Bible, sometimes we read it, and sometimes we read it so simple, right? So I was like, see, he saw that, but wait a minute. Something must have happened, because the Bible says that when they were walking, then the, 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 the chariots of fire came down, and split them apart. Now, let me tell you, if, if a child if of fire is coming between you and, your, and, and, and a friend, you're not going to just go, ha, oh, I see them. No, I, I was just picturing myself when this thing comes out of you, boom, took me away, Elijah probably ended up, Elisha ended up probably about 10 feet away because of the power, because of the anointing, through, that, through, through the stage that he saw that and then he starts proclaiming, oh, and he says the charge of fire. And he started tearing his, his clothes. And then after he did that, he looked up and he saw something. Remember the cloth that it was thrown upon him? He saw it there. He was like, okay, all right, all right, all right. How, how, wow, that's my anointing. So the Bible says that he grabbed it. And he yelled. And he struck the river and boom, and opened up. It's opened up. So let me tell you, as Pastor Dan coming up, what is it that you need? What is it that I need? What is it that we need To be able to perform what we are called to do in this life. To be able to succeed, to be able to be different, to be able to bring the kingdom of God in the place that it needs to be. What is it that we need? Ask for it. The Bible said, ask and you should receive. Ask and you should receive. But when we ask, We need to learn how to submit ourselves to authority in our places of work. And I promise you, because of the Bible says so, you will be rewarded. You will be exalted. You will be put in a different place because that's what God wants you to be. Because He wants, He has a job for us. To be able to expand the kingdom of God. It's not a coincidence that you have business. It's not a coincidence that you are in the place that you are, or probably there is no confidence that you are home because God is doing something special in your life to be able to expand the kingdom of God. And then to finish, after I finished, after I finished that sentence, I was just literally I was giggling within myself, Pastor Dan. Because as I was, re- I was, as I was uh, reading the word of God and how, you know, Elijah lived, something comes down with power. I was remembering this. What happened when Jesus, he was being lifted up to heaven? Who was coming down? The power, the power that we have here right now. The power that we all of us have within you. The power was coming down during that moment. So the power is with you right now. It's within you. I was like, whoo! It is here. We just need to be able to absorb it and say, it is mine. And I remember a teaching the pastor did. Jesus was passing the baton to, uh, to, the, to, to the Holy Spirit he says, now is your time to teach him, to guide him. That's what the Bible says, that the Holy Spirit is here to teach us, to guide us, to move us forward. God bless you. God bless you. Amen.